Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion team. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Uh, speaking of Red Sox saying real quickly, uh, uh, what are your, do you, how do you feel about the movie Fever Pitch, and what do you feel about <laughs> the ESPN days, uh, four days in October? Four days in October is the best 30 for 30 ever made. Let's go to sleep to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's the best 30 for 30 ever made. Um, oh, God, I just love – it's Millar, I think, Kevin. He's just got, he's, he's got the bat, and he's twisting it, and he looks in the camera, and he goes, don't let us win one. Yeah, don't let us win one. Dude, I love, I love 30 for 30s, man. Would yeah. you, what would be your 30 for 30? I know this is a, where you ask me questions. Every time I think of one, it gets taken away. Like I wanted to do XFL, it's gone. I wanted to yeah. do the Four Falls of Buffalo, it's gone. Like what would you do if you had one? Sonics. It would, there's, there, there, yeah, it yeah, would yeah, definitely yeah. be the Sonics. Um, you know, for me growing up, of course I was a Mariners fan and if, if I'm doing, I'm, I'm got a Mariners podcast on Odyssey. So yeah, I love the Mariners, but growing up in that particular time in the nineties, the one constant consistent, we got a chance every year was the Sonics. And um, it really hurt, especially when it happened, when you had Durant, you know, you had Westbrook, you had all these picks that you got for the Ray Allen trade and trading away everybody that the that the Sonics had at that time, really setting up this great foundation. You bring in the guys from San Antonio, Sam Presti, who knows how to do it, and then you have all the the you know political bullshit. You got the Howard Schultz from Starbucks bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a good little documentary called Sonicscape, but they made that like right away, like right after it, where right, I would yeah, yeah. really love that. Would be my. 30 for sit down with Peyton, sit down with Kemp, sit down with everybody, like sit down with Durant, sit down with Coach Carl, everybody. Yeah. Dude, I love that. So I used to play, I used to play as the Sonics in NBA Jam. I oh, have yeah. to admit, I always would uh I would take the Bulls and I would play with Horace Grant and Scotty Pippen, even though I was a Sonics guy. Because you want to know why? Because most of the time when I started playing that game, whoever I was playing with it was an issue if they would be the Sonics. So I just started right, right. to be like, all right, I'll be the Bulls or I'll be the Hornets with, with Larry Johnson and Alonzo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Alonzo Morning, Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, I loved Kemp. I love Sean Kemp and and the glove man and Sammy P. Yeah, the percolator. And if you've seen, I'm sure you've seen the movie Air, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh man, Sam Perkins gets some screen time and the best yeah. looking version of Sam Perkins. I think he would, yeah. he, he would agree. Young in shape, uh, yeah, yeah. no grays. He would. He was looking good. Uh, uh, fun movie. Uh, Is he the first of- shooting big man? Is he the first? Hmm. No, I, I, I think you mean that could just go from the outside like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that could just like that. You'd be like, oh, you got to seriously guard him at the line. I would, I would like to say yeah, and you know what? I am gonna say yeah because I. Yeah, yeah, Sonic me too. I, I, I think so. I yeah, he was. Uh, I mean, I remember when we got him from the Lakers, and they used to have this commercial, and it was made in. It was made in the style of a comic book. And the story was, and I'll have to find it and send it to you, is that he was down in L.A. because he was a Laker. And his eyes were kind of like droopy and kind of like red. And then he was down and he was and then he gets to Seattle and he smells the clean air and all this. And he perks up and he's just and he's just killing it. And it's 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 literally like a like made like a Batman comic uh yeah, yeah. To find it and send send you that it it's pretty good and I, I know i mentioned fever pitch because that's the other red Sox thing i feel like i like the trailer of that film more than i like the film itself well but- it's a remake right it's a remake of there's a there's a british movie called fever pitch and it's and it's right. about it, soccer. it is yeah yeah and it's made in the 90s it's all i mean look jimmy fallon is as an actor fine He's fine. But what about, dude, am I wrong or am I right? What sports movie are you the, is it Little Big League? Yeah, it is Little Big League where Griffey is oh! Yeah, it is. And it's against the Minnesota Twins. Uh, right. he, also, he also makes a cameo. Not as a villain, but I think a strikeout, a strikeout uh, victim. And uh, what's what's the one? Oh gosh, dang! I can't. How can I forget this name? It's rookie the of the guys, year. Rookie of the year. He's in rookie of yeah, the yeah, year yeah. as well. But yes, in uh, Little Big League, he is the villain without saying much. He's he's yeah, not yeah. he's not Fleetwood, whatever his name is in a uh, 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 major league. You know, right, he's not right. yelling things from the dugout. Uh, but uh, yeah, Griffey is is the villain uh, in that movie. That is a gr- that is actually a, a really a really good baseball movie. I, some of them I've went back that they don't hold up as well. Yeah, no, I, I dude, Little Big League was one of my favorite movies. It has one of my favorite lines in what any it? movie. It's when. Uh, the, when the, the manager, the kid, has to fire one of the players. It's his first, like, this is the real, this is oh, what it's yeah, really yeah, yeah. about. Mm-hmm. The, the, guy who hits the, C, the guy who hits the CNI single, and he's like, he was actually, yeah, yeah. and they make it really well that he was like, that was the that was like his his favorite player growing up as a fan as well. Yeah, he, he goes, he goes, Jerry, oh my God, Jerry just hit a single. And he goes, don't you think there's a problem when we're rooting a, a routine single? Yeah. And then he brings them into the office and he's like, Jerry, I love you. You were one of my favorite players. You know that one day somebody tried to ask me to trade a Wade 
Boggs rookie card for you. And I wouldn't do it. <laughs> I wouldn't do it because you were like my favorite player. And he goes, great. I'm going to tell my wife and kids now that uh, we have to move, but don't worry. The kid likes my baseball card. And it's just so <laughs> good. It is. And, and real. Like very, and real. Very, and real. Like that's a real, like, I wonder if there was like some other bullshit line in there. And somebody was like, this doesn't feel real enough. Let's, well, what are we trying to say here? Well, this is what we're trying to put that in there. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. It, it, it is, that is, man, I haven't thought about that scene in a while. Thank you for, for bringing that one I haven't seen that, that movie up. in so long, but yeah. Yeah, I just recently watched uh, Major League. Just It was just on, I caught it like. Right, was it that they were at spring training the other night? Oh, and, yeah, oh, and, yeah, and, and, it, and it was just like I mean, there's parts of it that I obviously can't do now, but that's just the <laughs> just just including the, the uniforms. But uh, that movie too just has a bunch of lines that I've started to like. I've growing up, I mean, I liked all these other lines that everybody else, the player said, and now I'm really into what all the manager has to say. That's like my, yeah, new, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's my new that's my new thing where if you've seen a movie 900 times, you got to look for something else to, you know, really appreciate about it. And you're like, oh, that's what I like. I really love listening to to Lou Brown. Dude, his. Oh, my God. You run like haze, but you hit like you hit shit. Like shit. Yeah. <laughs> I walked up to um, Wesley Snipes outside of the I.O. that he was at something. Next Whoa. Time. And this was like. My Midnight. favorite actor of the '90s, by the way, just my favorite. He, we could talk about that a whole nother. I love him. I embarrassed myself. I <laughs> went up to him, and I don't do this. I just don't do that. And it was like one of those nights, like I had a really good show, yeah, 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 a yeah. couple of drinks, and somebody's like, "He's over there at next door," and that was fine. And now it's two hours later, the bar's closing down, and I and I went over to him, and I was like, Wesley Snipes. I was just like. I love you. He's like, thanks. And I was like, you run like Hayes and you hit like, and I go, hold on. You run like, and he goes, I get it. I get it. I, get it. I, <laughs> and I stumbled over the fucking lines. I fucking stumbled over the lines. And then I was just like, I was, and I don't get pictures and I don't do anything. And then I, I still had the phone in my hand and I could see him looking at my hand. I was like, thank you. And I just walked away. And it was like this line that I've said and everybody knows. <laughs> And I and I don't know if it was nerves and I, I it's probably alcohol, but I just and I was like, not only I should have just kept on going through it. And then I was like, let me start it again. Let me take that back. Let me take that back. And he was like, he goes, I, I get it. I get it. And I was yeah, like, I've heard I it. Felt, no, you're, this is a millionth time. Yeah. I, I Yeah. I, I know he should have been like, I wonder if other people butchered it as bad as I did. And I was just, this is like one of these nights I just had such a great show and I couldn't feel better about myself as an actor, clean dialogue the whole night, did my work. And then I walk up to one of the best actors in our lifetime and I just completely <laughs> embarrassed myself. And I just remember having to go back in and talk to Vlad and talk to Carl. <laughs> it was just like, I didn't give him the whole business right there. I was like, oh, yeah, it was hella cool, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, down-to-earth guy. Hey, before we wrap it up here, uh, I know we are talking about movies and stuff. And in the intro, obviously, uh, we are talking about um, Bitch Ass, which I have to tell you, I just watched this Saturday morning. 
uh yeah saturday morning because i'm a i'm a bitch ass when it comes to horror films watched it in my room my mom's in town lights on mom's in the other room watched it what a great movie it was scary there's a uh you know uh the new word i'm never gonna forget is shapopoli I think that's how it's pronounced in the film. Also, the games. Yeah, yeah. Uh, why, why don't you uh, tell some of the listeners about it, uh, a little bit about more about it then? Yeah, you know, just growing up as a 90s kid, I wanted to make a movie that felt like it was a callback to a time of uh, black horror movies of the 90s. Um, me and my little brother, we called them hood horror movies. And it was just movies that took place in like black neighborhoods, you know, and starting from people under the stairs, tales from the hood, leprechaun in the hood, uh, bones, like just, there was this, you know, really, really great time where these like kind of campy kind of like fun, scary movies existed, uh, that starred like kind of all black casts. And I just decided that I wanted to make one of those today. Yeah, and, and and speaking of that you got you got the Candyman in there doing doing the we got Tony the Todd intro, to intro it. Yeah, yeah. So, so like when I was younger, I used to watch all these with my friends, and there's something that I've just literally got pussified like in my twenties and in my thirties to where I go, I don't like blood, I don't like this, and I. <laughs> but you know, but the but once you get in there and you're fun, it's always it's always like a thrill ride. It's just like being at the haunted house for me. Once you can get me into there and I, I, I really enjoyed it. I'm not trying to spoil it for anybody that's on here. I know you can get it on Amazon, right? And yeah. then uh, also on BET plus. Yes. Yes. And, uh, and you know, Apple anywhere you can rent or buy it is there. And then for subscriptions, if you have like a Paramount or Showtime subscription, it is on BET plus. Yeah. And you took this down to South by Southwest. You got uh, the audience award. Is that what that's yes. what called? Huge. Yes, we won the audience award um, at South by Southwest in the horror category, which is really crazy. And, you know, honest to God, it was just like, it was this dumb little movie that I had no money to make with my friends. And and it it wound up resonating with people. And, and I'm so happy that it did the things that it got a chance to do. And it's... Yeah, it's just a fun movie for everybody to check out and watch, man. It really isn't. It's not too, too scary. It really isn't. It definitely no. means much more in the camp and nostalgia more than anything. Yeah, the the just having all the games that are in there, the yeah. board games and stuff like that. It's very fun. Like, I'll never look at Jenga the same way <laughs> uh, as well. Uh, you know, we're running out of time here. But yeah, another quick one is that I know that my fan base probably or listeners, I should say, uh, would be interesting is you were uh, writing on uh, Cobra Kai. Yeah, so I'm one of the I was one of the writers on season four of Cobra Kai. So I'm getting a chance to uh, I got I did that um, for um, yeah season four. So that was really fun and amazing, and got a chance to do that, which was really really cool. Yeah, especially with <laughs> with the way it's come back so strong. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, and, and you know, it's very interesting. Like I got pulled into it by somebody that really liked Karate Kid, which I was like, I was okay on Karate Kid. I really wasn't too, too, too into it. And I've really enjoyed Cobra Kai. And then when I found out you were writing on it, I was like, oh my God, I'm on friends writing on this thing now. <laughs> but my, 
my what's crazy is my mom and her husband, my stepdad. Uh, <laughs> we should we should, we should uh, I, sorry. Uh, I was home for Christmas this last year, and Seattle had this terrible, terrible storm, and it, they had like an ice storm, and I was actually stuck at my mom's house. She hates when I say I was stuck there, but I was. <laughs> I was mom, if you actually are listening, but uh, they stayed up for like these two days that I was stuck there, literally watching all of Cobra Kai and trying to explain it to me, like as if I didn't know what was going on. Right, I mean, they, right, had right. To, they had to hit three, four seasons in like two days. Like it was just like it was like cocaine to them or something. I was yeah, getting, yeah, yeah. I was getting up. We were literally iced in and snowed in. I would literally just get up to eat myself back to sleep, and they would just be sitting out there being like. One more. Okay. One more, one more, like no joke. So that, that, I mean, that, that's pretty awesome. And I know you're writing on shrinking. You've written on Keenan. I did all this in the intro. I don't mean to make you so bashful here, but uh, no, no, I'm yeah, no, I, uh, yes, I've been writing a lot and um, you know, getting stuff out and trying to, it's been, it's been a lot of fun. I'm really excited. Uh, I'm writing the new Ferris Bueller movie. Yes. So and is that like, going to have a different name? It'll be right now. It'll be called uh, Sam and Victor's Day Off because it's right. about the two uh, valet guys who take the Ferrari. It's what they did for the six hours they had it. Like what was their day off? Um, so I'm very excited about that. <laughs> that uh, look that also goes on this list of the things that you've accomplished here. Vital, yeah, yeah. Rewriting. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. When I was talking to my producer about this, I said, oh, yeah, y'all, my guest also does this. I just didn't know. I did see it here on Deadline here, but I didn't know if that was a thing that was out uh, that you were wanting to mention. But that's that's insane. I mean, that's it's like what it's that's insane. I don't know where where, you know. Uh, you have an interesting life there, Bill. I know. I mean, <laughs> but like when you actually look at it on paper of all these cool things, including the, I'm putting all the Red Sox shit up there in the fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, well. no, I got, for sure. For sure. I got, I got my list right, I, right here. I'm like, I tell like oh, you're on Survivor. Like, oh, big deal. Boom. You know, you know? <laughs> <laughs> things like the world series. Like you've seen you did. I drive a shitty broken down smart car. Like that's what I do. I wear, this is a ample hill. Like this is a t-shirt from somebody gave me to this. I dr dress <laughs> like a loser. Like I, that like the thing. But things you wear that it well. Should, you wear it well. Thank you. Thank you. The things that should matter to me often, or things that matter to other people maybe don't matter to me. And my whole life is about the experiences. So like, it's like, do I want a car payment or do I want to go to the world series? Do I want the, uh, a nice pair of shoes? Or do I want to, like, I got to see Tom Brady play Bill Belichick in Gillette Stadium yeah. at the at the return game. And it was like, or do I go and, you know, get uh, a nice pair of sneakers, a nice pair of, like, none of that. I, I, like, I will put all my money into going to see sporting events before I do anything, you know, anything else. <laughs> the, the, I have again. old iPhones. I have a bad, you know, like all of yeah. that stuff. It's like none of that matters to me. Yeah. Is that what that that one billionaire? What's his name? Uh, Buffett. Isn't that Warren Buffett? How, yeah, 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 how yeah. He was kind of living that way of like going, well, who gives a shit? And um, w one other thing is too. I know that you're out there doing stand up. Do you, uh, are you touring? And one other question: 
are you still doing, which I did mention here in the intro, uh, the day I became black, which I've seen two times, maybe three two times? times, two times, two times. I've seen it two times. I know you did a taping, but I couldn't find it anywhere. Is it out anywhere? It's not out anywhere um, because I wanted to officially, I wanted, I needed to do it officially. I did an unofficial taping in the hopes to sell it for a larger taping and get like an mm -hmm. actual company behind it, which unfortunately COVID was one of the things that rest in that shows, rest in peace that show. Yeah, I still yeah. do stand up. I'm not touring. I do it locally, but um, yeah, I still do it. Yeah, that's, I, I want to say something that, that show was so good. You know, you. and and I both times I brought different people with me, and they both really, 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 enjoy, really enjoyed that show. One of them actually was you actually use his audience bit uh, <laughs> that was really funny. Um, and he always talks about it to me anytime uh, we're talking about that or shows. He'll always ask about a couple of my friends, like, "Oh, what are they doing now?" Um, but that show was really awesome. If you ever do bring it back, take it up to Seattle. These people will love it. All right, cool. Thanks, All right. man. Yeah, well, well, thanks, Bill, for coming on uh, Rye Bread and Mustard, a Mariners podcast, and talking some Red Sox. We've got some really fun stories. Also, remember to go and check out Bitch Ass on BET Plus, Apple TV, uh, Amazon, wherever else. Check out some of these other places that uh, it might be where they, you know, might give you like a free trial. Hey, bro, that's <laughs> you can do it that way. Um, and you know, be on the lookout for the new Ferris Bueller uh, reboot. Is it a reboot or a remake? It's a reboot. I guess it's a spinoff, technically, spin -off. because of because it's two other characters. Yeah. Be on the lookout for that. And where can the where can people find you? Oh, just add Bill Posley on everything. I, I, I own my own name. <laughs> there's not two, there's no other me's out there. So I'm like That's kinda like me with uh my name. And sometimes it's it's awesome and sometimes it's it's not. It's kinda hard to hide. Yeah. Um, uh well thanks again, Bill, for coming on and uh we'll talk to you soon. Talk to you soon, buddy. Bye.